Welcome to Yellow Cards, the brand new Premier League game show podcast coming to you from Kansas City, Missouri. I'm your host, James Rose, and joining me today is my fellow soccer fan, my fellow Spurs fan, my lawyer, in case I ever need one, Mr. Gerard Bustamante. Are you there, bud? I am here. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, this is exciting. It's like our first, like our pilot episode of a podcast. <laughs> It's great. You know, it's new. It's fun. We've never done it before and it won't suck. <laughs> That's right. It won't. Positivity. <laughs> um, so just give me a quick like minute bio. Just tell me a little about yourself. What got you into soccer? And we'll go from there. Uh, let's see. I've uh, been playing since I was young. And uh, since I realized I, you know, there are two realizations every kid goes through. One, you're not going to be president. And two, you're not going to go pro. <laughs> Uh, once I realized I wasn't going to go pro, uh, I, you know, you start to look, you start to be a fan, grew up in the MLS generation. We had a brand new league here in America and I looked across the way, looked at the best league in the world and said, I want to be a Premier League fan. There you go. I didn't want to be a fan of the Yankees or the Dodgers or any kind of equivalent. And I saw a plucky side from North London that I really, really was a fan of <laughs> that plucky North London side. Who would that be referring to? <laughs> oh, that would be, uh, the, uh, Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> Just for clarification, in case someone didn't quite know, uh, um, I would, I would say something else if I were referring to that. <laughs> Love it. Uh, right, so here's how the show works. It's a simple show. Uh, we're going to play a couple of games, kind of somewhat whimsical, somewhat somewhat fun and offbeat. But the first game we're going to play is called Top 4. Like Top 4 of the table, right? Something that Arsenal may never reach again. I'm going to quiz uh, Gerald on the Top 4 events of the previous Premier League weekend. So talking points, highlights, if you like, of the week's action. Um, he'll score 4 points for guessing the top item on the list. 3 points for the second and so on, and you get the idea. Okay, so, Jared, what, in your opinion, or what do you think was the most discussed event slash highlight in the Premier League this weekend? Ah, it is hard. So I went back and forth on this, and I am going to go against my better... Both have to do with Manchester City this weekend. Okay, City should not allow Sergio Aguero in a car ever. (laughs) He got it in one. Yes, that was the number one most talked about thing. Uh, So in case our listeners weren't aware, um, Aguero uh, got into a car accident on Thursday. He was on his way back to England from a concert in Amsterdam when a taxi driver uh, collided into a lamppost, I believe, And as a consequence, Aguero suffered a fractured rib. Um, And the big talking point has been whether or not, first of all, whether or not he should have been at the concert on Thursday night, knowing that he had a huge game on Saturday, or whether, honestly, he's a player, he wasn't against breaking any rules. Um, So what do you think, Jared? Should he have been able to go out and, and, you know, go out and party on Thursday, or should he have been a little bit more sensible? I, well, the hard part is, uh, and we see this all the time in the States, you know, uh, as my grandfather said, nothing good happens after 2 a.m. And if mm-hmm. you're a professional uh, athlete, maybe you should stay home. However, I, I don't think uh, I it's kind of funny saying, you know, sensible uh, a you know, he had a driver. He had somebody else taking right. care of. And I think this is just a 
random happenstance that uh, uh, you know just could happen to anybody. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'll 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 give Aguero the pass here. Uh, I think uh, I, I think he wishes he did something differently, uh, yeah. but. Uh, if he gets back fine and is all well and good, does all the responsible things, I think he's fine. Yeah, I think that the important thing is he's fine and he's, I mean, obviously breaking ribs is not fine, but, you know, he's not in critical condition or anything. I think the doctors are now saying he's going to be out to like four to six weeks, you know, so he's he's got a bit of recovery and, I, you know, I think you're right. I think he did everything that he was supposed to do as an adult, you know, he didn't go out and drink like crazy or anything like that um but what interesting to me is uh the commentary over the weekend um one of the pundits said that you know in his situation way back when um he would have you know two days before a game he wouldn't have even considered going out you know to a different country and seeing a concert and coming home late for him it would have been you know sitting at home putting the feet up watching the tv you know so does he have a point you know, should he have been a lot more kind of, you know, aware of that? Or was his, is he still kind of justified in his actions? Was that Pundit Graham Lasso who has no friends? Or... <laughs> no, it was or, Lee uh, Dixon, actually. That, um... uh, oh, oh, the other one who doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, sure, there's a, there's a, uh, uh, there's an argument there. But mm. uh, I think uh, Aguero has proven himself as one of the uh, uh, top performers in the league right. and yeah. uh if you know, whatever he does uh as a pre-match routine it's obviously working mm-hmm. uh if uh you know if if we didn't know this person's name i mean this isn't uh you know carlo cudicini rolling his uh motorcycle uh you know being extremely irresponsible and then ending up with a head injury in the middle of london uh right. i think this is different mm-hmm. uh yeah. so i'm i'm you know i'll, I'll I'm going to put Aguero on a on a on a pretty long lead here on uh, on on that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, especially given the fact that he, you know, he wasn't driving; somebody right. else was driving. I mean, I he, he, you know, this could have happened if he was going down and getting a sandwich. Uh, right. So I, I think this is more just uh, bad luck than uh, poor judgment. Right. Agreed. <laughs> Right, moving on. You currently have four points on the board. Congratulations, four out of four, so to speak. Um, what is your next guess? We have uh, second, third, and fourth still to guess. Uh, well, my second guess is I'm going to stick with Man City. Is uh, despite a Sergio Aguero less side, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin De Bruyne scores a screamer to put City up. One nil win against uh, the holders, Chelsea. Right. Uh, yep. Which was massive. I'm going to give you that. Yep. Uh, the topic of conversation in this instance is Man City's tactical win over Chelsea, and of course that was fueled no other than Kevin De Bruyne's fantastic goal, um, absolute scream, as you said. Um, the question I pose to you is: I mean, a lot of people talk about the the strategy, you know, Pep's side, how he had them set up from minute one, do you think it's a masterclass or would you put it more to down, down to just a moment of pure brilliance from, from Kevin De Bruyne? Well, uh, if you look at uh, De Bruyne's presence to that entire match, uh, he didn't get forward too much. I, I, I think a lot of this, uh, I, I think Pep gets a lot of, gets a lot of credit. I mean, I think there's a reason why, uh, you know, he went after 
uh, players such as Kyle Walker in the offseason mm-hmm. uh, uh, to be able to play that. Uh, it's it, it's almost reminiscent of total football for me. And right. it uh, uh, I think it was set up for that moment of brilliance for Kevin DeBorna. I realize that is a complete non-answer, and I defer to my qualifications <laughs> as an attorney uh, uh, as justification for Objection. that. Objection! Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, I think uh, they were set up uh, uh, from minute one uh, uh, to be able to keep uh, Murata and Hazard uh, uh, at bay. Yep. Uh, uh, that 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 comes from more than the players on the field, but the execution from De Bruyne, uh, uh, he gets all credit uh, yep. for that, if you ask me. Agreed. Yep. But yep, um, you are correct. Like I said in that guess, that was actually the fourth most talked about items so down at the bottom of my list um so that gets you the single point so we're currently at five you have two more guesses um and obviously two spots to fill so what else can you think of oh let's see uh i'm gonna go ahead and be selfish and have (laughs) uh my boy hurricane scoring a brace over the weekend Mm -hmm. uh to uh up up his scoring total and uh frankly place him and what i loved is uh Again, I I equate this to all the uh, discussions of whether or not a quarterback uh, in the NFL is "quote unquote" elite, um, <laughs> and uh, that that spurned all kinds of discussions of uh-huh. uh, you know, especially with with the Spurs presence in Europe right now of uh, in the Cristiano Ronaldo and Leo, no, Leo Messi uh, uh, conversations, which uh, even I will say, uh, <laughs> hang on. Uh, but, um, but I think a brace, uh, newly promoted side or not, uh, uh, puts Harry into discussion, uh, especially given his pension for a drought in August, which he did not disappoint the pundits there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now as they say, he scores when he likes. Yeah, you're right. He was a third on my list and his brace was certainly part of that conversation. Um, so here's the talking point about this one. Uh, like you said, a lot of people now comparing him to some of the elite. Is he elite? But another question that is kind of starting to to come up is whether he's going to be, um, you know, approached by other clubs. Uh, I'm actually hearing like Italian clubs, believe it or not. Um, is he going to be loyal to Spurs? Is he going to be a legend at Spurs, or is he going to be persuaded by the big money to join? Some of the bigger clubs. Uh, Harry is at he's Spurs, and right now uh, uh, that is Spurs with capital S. Uh, he <laughs> is the man, and I I very much doubt that uh, uh, as shrewd as uh, 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 grew I'm, I mean Levy is, uh, I don't think. Uh, there is a price tag large enough to sway uh, to sway the chairman uh, mm-hmm. on on something like that. I yeah. uh, there are many other players that I would say yes, take the money and run. Uh, and those uh, uh, those names rhyme with male and Godric. <laughs> uh, but uh, I I I think with what we've turned turned into here and what we have here, I I really don't. I don't see that happening. Mm. Uh, not, not with Harry. Not with Harry. Yeah, he does seem like a quote 
one of our own, <laughs> unquote. Um, but yes, it does seem to be, you know, the age-old question with a lot of players. I mean, you think Gareth Bell, you know, a couple of years ago, people saying, oh, he'll stay at Spurs, and then obviously look what happened. Um, but it is, it's interesting because he does seem very much like a loyal a loyal man of the cause, you know, and he is really starting to, starting to you know, get put those goals away. And so, um, yes, fascinating to see how that will unfold. Right, uh, we've got one more on the list. Can you get it? Uh, last one, I it, which is kind of kind of the other way uh, in a in a side that was really pegged to really compete. Um, uh, Liverpool drawing Newcastle, uh, banking on a Coutinho free kick. My what I was looking at was Liverpool actually have the uh one of the most goals from range uh in recent memory for a very very long time and Mm -hmm. a new and healthy philippe coutinho uh coming back scoring from range uh for the reds uh yet they capitulate to newcastle which i'm perfectly fine with um (laughs) i wonder if uh as much of a personal fan I am of Jurgen Klopp, I wonder if the conversations are starting in Liverpool of uh, can they do it? I feel like we have been looking at can they do it uh, for a couple of seasons here. I will say personally I've been scared of Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe perhaps the doubts surrounding Liverpool were a point of discussion. Mm. Um, that was not on the list. Um, <laughs> um, cue sound effect. No, um, it actually, yeah, I mean, that is, that was a good guess though. I mean, that would have been my guess too. More to, more to the point of Coutinho's, you know, epic return and the whole transfer, you know, shenanigans that went down. But actually it was Crystal Palace's demise. And once again, <laughs> Not scoring a single goal, and now I don't know the stats here officially, but I think for sure they're in there as one of the teams for the last, I don't know, BC that uh, haven't you know scored a single goal from the first uh, eight games um, of the season. In fact, I have here their scores since the start of the season, and it reads. 3-0, and these are scores obviously against them, uh, 3-0, 1-0, 2-0, 1-0, 1-0, 5-0, um, 4-0. So you add all those goals up, and of course they're not getting any back. What is the deal with Crystal Palace? <laughs> it is just a, you know, I. it is funny that I kind of honed in on something that a team has a bit of focus and maybe some... You know, maybe plus side for Newcastle and maybe Liverpool is like, but no, uh, the fact that uh, Crystal Palace completely just kind of fell off my list, maybe <laughs> that is indicative of uh, uh, the, the state uh, over there, which is odd. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, there were uh, a lot of, uh, uh, I remember a, uh, Johan Kabai and Wolfram yeah. Zaha. Uh, yeah. It was not a talentless squad, but for some reason, uh, it is just, it is, I won't say it's uninspiring. I will, you know, leave that to Arsenal. Uh, but it is, <laughs> I'm afraid that it is just, I don't know what to do. And I'm mm-hmm. certain uh, Alan Party would agree with me. Um <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's. I mean, one of the things that's interesting about Crystal Palace, especially this season, they they brought in um, they brought in a guy who was you know very highly rated in a manager, and he lasted what five. Uh, four or five games and I don't know why his name suddenly escapes me because <laughs> he was actually touted for Spurs years ago <laughs> um, but anyway the fact now that they've got in uh, good old uh, Roy Hodgson and he's not doing any better he needs some time to, to figure out what to do with the team um, but I mean goodness me I mean it's it's um... you know there's that scene in the water boy when they are at halftime and you know, the coach is sitting there and the fawn says, <laughs> anybody got an idea? I'm really hoping that Bobby Boucher shows up at halftime for Palace because uh, at, at, at the moment, uh, uh, Eagles, uh, oh, goodness, uh, I, I, hope, I, I hope they're hosting a concert or something so the fans have something exciting to look forward so- to at the stadium. <laughs> Some some better days, but uh, alas, we move on. But anyway, yes, your score then from the the top four today was seven points out of ten, so not bad, pretty high up on the category of uh, excellence. So congratulations on that. Um, but that is sadly all we have time for today. Time just kind of flew by. You get into conversation, it starts flowing. Um, but do stay tuned, folks, because next week we'll be playing some more fun games to kind of inspire conversation about the uh, Premier League weekend. Of course, this weekend coming up is international break. So what a perfect time to start a podcast when you know (laughs) you have an international break coming up. But the following week, we will certainly be back and talking more about some of the topics. All of the injuries. All all of the injuries. (laughs) Whether Aguero still has his ribs, whether Ray Rooney is going to score a Premier League goal again. But we will <laughs> see. Uh, I'd like to thank you, uh, Gerald, again for joining me tonight. Um, it was uh, obviously a great first episode. We'll be uh, certainly posting more up. Um, thank you to Skype for the ability to make this podcast uh, very budget effective. Um, and to the Premier League for obviously giving us something to talk about. Uh, any final thoughts, Gerald? Until next week, my friend. Until next week. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you soon. All right, take it easy. Bye-bye. for obviously giving us something to talk about. Uh, Any final thoughts, Jared? Until next week, my friend. Until next week. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you soon. All right, take it easy. Bye-bye.